Jesse. What a great God we serve, hey? Pulls people just like Joel's story, just rescues and uh, heals. And what a great God. What a great, great God. Amen. Hey, I might just pray. And then I'm going to encourage you guys, give you a big dose of encouragement. So it's going to be fun. Awesome. Father, we just thank you for tonight, Lord. We thank you for your word. Speak to us tonight, Jesus. We want to hear your voice. We want to know you more, God. We just love you so much, Father. Hallelujah, Lord. What a great day, Lord. We just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. So I'm going to uh, title my message tonight, Bubba Wins. Bubba Wins. And if you don't know who Bubba is, you've probably seen my little girl, little Eden. And uh, we all have our pet names that we call each other at home behind closed doors. And our pet name for Eden is, or mine is anyway, and I call it Bubba. Hey, Bubba, come here. You know, everyone's got their names. Maybe that's what Jit calls Karen, but I'm not sure. That's my pet name for Eden is Bubba. You know? And Bubba, Bubba wins. And, uh, you know, having a child has been fun. It's been one of the funnest years of my life, easy. It's been fun, unreal kind of a year that it's been. Um, but as well as being fun, I mean, it's been fast-paced. Can I get an amen? Can I get a... It's been stretching. Can I get a... Tiring at times, hallelujah. <laughs> Constant, yeah. But fun above all. Fun, absolutely fun. And, uh, you know, having a child, you just... I've grown so much. You know, it's just, it grows you, it stretches you, and uh, it's a huge learning curve, amen, and, uh, but it's a good thing, isn't it, such a good thing to have children, and uh, so blessed, and, you know, one of the first things I've learned, though, this is one of the things that I've really learned, probably looking back over the last 10 months, which I've really learned, so before you have kids, you kind of daydream and you think about what it's going to be like when you have a kid, I don't know. Yes, okay, so you think about this, yeah, it's going oh, to be like this, and you kind of daydream, and you think about what it's going to be like when you have this kid. First thing I've learned is it's nothing like the real thing. <laughs> the real thing is completely different. 3 a.m. is not something that comes in your daydream, and vomit all over your shoulder doesn't come in, but hey, it's just not like the real thing. And, you know, one of my daydreams that I have, actually, and uh, it's a confession, I'll, I'll this is a little confession from a developing preacher, uh, preacher man. This is one of my confessions is, and I, it was funny, I said this to Nikki as soon as I said it, and she goes, yes, I had the exact same thing. And uh, it was this thought, this daydream, that the day I have a child, I'll understand God so much more. Like in an instant, in that moment, like literally, I had that thought, like, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, I, I just bet, like when I'm in the hospital there and I get given that little baby and there's going to be this cosmic love of God, which is the pure essence of the father heart love of God, which will just bubble up out of me as I look into our eyes and, and then I'll go, wow. I'm like the baby and that's God's love for me. And, and then all of a sudden in the hospital there, I'd be weeping because I'm understanding how much of a father just loves the little child. And, and there I would be on the floor just weeping. Wow, the love of God, the father. It was not like that. <laughs> I looked at the little child and went, oh my gosh, it's real. It's a human. Whoa, whoa. And I own you. Whoa. It was not like that love thing, but hey, you do slowly, you definitely do learn that kind of father heart love from God. But uh, 
you know, that was uh, probably one of the big lessons I learned. But, you know, if I can be real honest, you know, one of the big kind of like since having a child, one of the, the lightning bolt struck revelations which has really hit me over the last 10 months is, has really been the other end of the, of the relationship, you know. More of, not so much how the father, you know, acts out towards the kid, but the power and the impact that that kid has over me as a father. You know, that's really been this um, impacting revelation is how much that child, that tiny little child, has an impact on me. That little child is so powerful in affecting me and impacting me. You know, and the huge revelation that really God is like, wow, you know, sonship, being a son of God, whoa, what a, what a role, what a position to be placed in. And uh, this is what I want to encourage us all here tonight with. Father's Day, but I'm flipping it around. You as a child have got power to impact the Father. And, uh, you know, Eden is ridiculously cute. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. That is one cute baby right there. And she does some things which you just go, oh my gosh, stop it, you're too cute. But there's this one thing that she does, and it's not actually something she even does. It's just, okay, she does this thing, I'll just call it a thing. But uh, it just wrecks me, just like, I'm just like, oh, come undone, okay? And like, at any time, I can have had the hardest day at school with kids, and you're and you know, driving home, and you're hangry, and you're tired, you know that feeling? Yes. And you come in there, and then... Who knows also that, you know, like sometimes time seems to slow down and what happens in half a second, it would take you five minutes to explain what you just saw and what you felt, everything that went on in your heart. It would take you five minutes or, you know, to explain everything that you felt, okay? So with your child, there's moments like that. There's like half a second, but in that half a second, it's like five minutes of action in your heart, okay? So this is one of these moments. So I'm coming home, I'm hangry, not angry, hangry, you're hungry. Okay, I'm coming, coming in, I come to the door, and the door slides open. And this little head is sitting here. She hears the door. There's this look on her face though. It's the look on the face when she just when she just turns. And she just turns and then the She kills me. In that very moment. Hangry, gone. Tired, gone. Oh. Love you so much. There it is. She conquers me with that look. Just her face. That little face. All the cells are mushed together in a certain way on that face and con constructed in such a way that for some reason, I <laughs> love you. But what is it? What is it that really makes me melt? What is it? You know, and this is the thing for me. And it's what blows me away. It's what moves me. It's just... It's mind-boggling is that when that little girl looks at me, I see me. I see a part of me in that little girl. 
And it, it, it's the most freaky, crazy, incredible thing that that tiny little human is me. There's a little part of me and there's something in you go, whoa, you look like me. And that it just makes me go, oh, goo, 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 come here, little bummy. You know, isn't it funny how you can have the biggest, burliest, toughest blokes and they're all angry and uh, whatever, and then little baby, and they all get goo 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 goo. You know, they get all this goo 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 goo. You know, the power that a son or a child has on the father. Do you know that you have the same effect on God, our Father in heaven? Do you know that we, you win God's heart with just one glance? When you just take all the affections of your heart and of your mind and you, and, you, and you turn them onto him, do you know how the heart of the Father, oh my gosh, I can't stay back. Come here. Do you know that you conquer Jesus? You know, Jesus is the conqueror of all things, death, anything. Jesus is above all things. He conquers everything. He is the unconquerable, except you can conquer Jesus. You can conquer Jesus. You don't believe me? Come with me. Song of Songs 6 5. Song of Songs, great book, romance. You know, it's between a man and a woman, but really it's a picture of Jesus and his bride, the church, you and me. And there's this verse in there Song of Songs 6, verse 5. And this is Jesus. This is the man. And he says to the bride, He says, Turn away your eyes from me, for they overwhelm me. They overwhelm me. Turn your eyes away. You know, they overpower me. That word is overpower. You confuse me. You, you, you turn me gooey. I'm supposed to be strong and tough and Jesus. But you know, your look, you overpower him. Turn your eyes away. You know, when she just does it, you, just, you hear Nikki go, stop it. You're too cute. You're too cute. I can't handle it. Friends, we conquered Jesus, and it's the look on your face. The message puts it great. It says, your beauty is too much for me. I'm in over my head. I'm not used to this. I can't take it. Friends, that is you when you turn and you look to the Father in heaven. Turn away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love you. And this is what I'm learning from fatherhood. This is what I've learned so far. It hasn't been so much about, you know, everything the father does for the kid, but, you know, just, just for me, this year has just been like, man, if only we realized our end of the relationship with the father. And I'm learning about my end of the relationship with the father. You know, and I just thought about when I was preparing this, and I thought about the prodigal son. You know, we all know the story. He tried to come home and he tried to come into his father's house on his own terms. You know, first starts off, wishes his dad was dead, takes his money, trashes his life, things go south. He's with the pigs. And then he remembers, oh, my father, I'm going to go back. And then he's thinking to himself and, he's, and you know, he thinks of this plan. And this is the weird part where I just think, what was he thinking? Why, why did he think this and why did he want to say this? And... We all remember what he was thinking to himself. He was thinking, okay, I'm going to tell Dad. I'm going to go back and say, Dad, I've sinned. I'm sorry about that. I've sinned. I'm not even worthy to be called your son. 
just make me like one of your hired servants. And that's his game plan, is to come back and to approach the father like that. I'm not even worthy. And so he comes to his father and he says, Dad, I've sinned against heaven and against earth. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. Friends, that's the stupidest thing to ever say. Because the friend does not get a choice of whether he's worthy or not, or whether the father can go, yeah, you know, he doesn't get a choice. As a son, you don't get a choice whether or not you're worthy to be son. You are a son because you are the father's son. And it's the father who decides if you are worthy or not. And we see in this story, this illustration, which Jesus paints to paint the picture of the God in heaven who we serve. Friends, do we see any anger? Do we see any bitterness from the father? Do we see any resentment? Punishment? No. Quick, grab the rope, get the ring, get the sandals. My son's back. My son's back. He doesn't even stop that look. I bet he was out on the porch, whatever they say, he was out on the porch waiting, and he sees the face. Ow! Come here, my son. Come here. I love you. He moved him. He moved him. He's besotted. Who are we in relation to the Father? Who are we? Friends, I can tell you for sure, we're definitely, we're more than a hired hand. We're more than a hired hand. We're not here just to sit and take orders and to not fellowship with our Father. You know, we don't just stand off in the distance. We don't, we don't get involved. I won't get too involved in the, in the family business. I just stand and take my orders and go about my business. But I don't fellowship with the Father because I'm just a hired servant. No, friends, the kingdom of God is filled with sons and daughters. Filled with sons and daughters. And one besotted father. I get them all. <sighs> friends, God loves you so much. God loves you so much. You know, and as a child, you, you move God. Just your face, who you are. When you take all the thoughts of your mind, the affections of your heart, and we turn them in worship. We turn them onto our Father. We turn our face. And we just turn to Him. Friends, He's blown away and He melts. He loves you so much that He melts. You know, Jesus constantly was Father, my Father, 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 Father. He wanted to paint that picture for us. You know, and for me, that's what I've learned this year is, Man, my power as a son to just turn and, and just look and, and he just loves me. He just loves me and he's absolutely besotted by me. Turn away your face. You overwhelm me. What a great gift. You know, the gift that Jesus gave us. You know, to be reconciled to God. To, to actually be reconciled to God and become His very own children. He gave His life that we might be reconciled, be filled with His Spirit, and actually be seen as one of God's children. You know, John verse, chapter 1, verse 12 says, Yet to all who did receive Him, to those who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. Friends, in Christ, we're God's Bubba. You and me are God's Bubba. 
And when we turn and we gaze and we look at God, our Father, we move God. He loves you. He loves you. You overwhelm him. You move him. Bubba wins. Bubba wins. Okay? God loves you. Covered in slop. Covered in filth. Food on a face. Poo in a nappy. Tears rolling down her face. <sighs> she still wins. Because I see straight through and I see a little and I see myself, I go, oh, I love you. Friends, there's nothing. It doesn't matter what's on you. It doesn't matter if you be rolling around with the pigs like the prodigal son. It doesn't matter if you've got poo in your nappy or you're crying about something. Friends, your face moves God and he loves you. You win. You win. You overwhelm him. When you look at God, when you turn all that attention, your affection unto him and worship, and we're going to worship tonight. Friends, you get his attention. You get his attention straight away. You know, and one of the most incredible gifts, I think, of being a father has been the gift of being able to provide. It's an absolute privilege. The Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive. You know, and as a father, it's been an absolute blessing and a privilege to be able to just provide and give and give, whether it's time, whether it's, you know, food, whether it's, you know, just doing things which are uncomfortable. I just, I, providing is, it's a blessing, it's a gift. You know, and as God's children, He wants to provide all our needs. He wants to meet all our needs and to provide and come and just cuddle and, and, and smooch us, you know. And this is my encouragement to us here tonight. Is to lift up your head. Lift up your face. You know, when we come into God's presence, we don't have to come with our head down, ashamed of things or worried about how He will receive us. Or Come and lift up your face. Looks like getting honest with God. Just telling him what's really going on. Just speak it out and just tell him. Even if it's the most awkward sentence you've ever said, just tell him, I just feel like this, God. Just open up and be honest and transparent and real with God. Friends, that is lifting your face. That is what is lifting your face to God is. It's just being real and honest and open with God. How do we worship? How do we pray? Do we come in like a hired hand? Or do we come in like a son? Like a child? There's another verse in Song of Solomon. And it's 2.14. Again, it's Jesus. And he says to his lover, he says, Show me your face. Let me hear your voice. For your voice is sweet. And your face is lovely. God loves you so much. He loves you so, so much. And, you know, my encouragement is let's live as sons and daughters and children and lift up our face. He's absolutely besotted by you. And you move him. Just killing me right now. Right now, God's looking at you and he's just, he's looking at you right now. And he's moved by you and he loves you. And he wants to provide all you need. If you never come to God or anything, you know, you've, you've never 
knowing what it's like to be a child. Jesus was given as a gift to do away with our sin. We can come and, and come to Him and, and have a brand new life, you know. And it's actually Jesus who comes and takes up residency in you and me. God only actually had one son. And it's that one son who comes and takes up residency in you and me. And so when God the Father looks at you, He sees holy. He sees righteous. He sees clean. He sees beautiful. He sees perfect. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. God loves you. Why don't we stand?